We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? Welcome into to the Backliners Podcast. It's Agro and Barracuda, as per usual. I'm starting to do this thing where I change Barra's uh, audio right at the beginning. I switch scenes, and then I'm changing. It didn't work. Watch. It's going to be the one that I changed it from. Watch. Here we go. It was this one. Yep. No. Okay. It wasn't that one either. At least that makes me feel better. Um, it wouldn't be a Backliners podcast if it wasn't uh, some weird audio things. How about now, Barry? You got? Oh yeah, we got you now. That's Hello? beautiful. It's a it's a one out of three. I just know it's it's like a USB where you like flip it. You put it. You put a USB oh, in one yeah, way. Yeah. Doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Flip it. Doesn't work. Put it back the first way. Works. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it's like. Um, trying to get the audio uh, to be the right one. Um, thanks for yeah. It's just a mystery. Uh, thanks for being patient with us. Missing. Um, Last week, uh, because of Valentine's Day, I hope you and Destiny had a very nice Valentine's Day, Barra. I don't know about you guys, but Joe and I did basically nothing, which is exactly what both of us want to be doing on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I think we watched a movie, or I watched her play more Hogwarts Legacy. Mm. Not sure which one, but both are really fun, so uh, yeah. There you go. Sounds like a good Valentine's Day to me. Um, Thank you. It did come to our attention in our uh, Patreon Discord, which of course you can access by going to patreon.com slash backliners, that we have not gone over play-in rosters, which I was literally, I I think it was mm-hmm. Neon uh, in, our, in our Discord, I was like, surely, I recall having a conversation about the play-ins rosters, but apparently it wasn't on the podcast. Um, my theory yeah. is that it was... On Inbound's first podcast appearance, it's the episode that's disappeared. But mm-hmm. it was like years ago, so it wouldn't make any sense. Um, mm-hmm. But that's my theory, because I swear we did talk about it. But apparently we haven't. Play-ins have started. If you didn't watch today, uh, there were some very good games. I would highly recommend you check those out. Um, but let's talk about some of these rosters now, even though we did get a chance to see at least one of them. Um, or at least one of them. At least a couple of them here today. I believe we saw all but two teams play yeah, I watched today. on and off today yeah uh, i only i was kind of the same way during during the works day so i was only able to watch a little bit um but was a pretty was a pretty fun start uh to the event actually bear i'm gonna cut you off yes. before we can talk about those uh, oh, i want to get your okay. thoughts on what it's like to not have to cook lunch um and then clean lunch up can you give me some thoughts on that Probably really nice, really relaxing, uh, probably really healthy too. Mm. Probably cooks in about two minutes. Mm. Uh, probably has a lot of different options that you can go with depending on your dietary preference. Uh, am I closer? Yeah, you're actually right on the f- money. Really? Um, yeah, you, you've actually nailed it. If you only would have said 34 chef prepared, dietitian approved oh. weekly options, which you were like right about to say before I cut Yeah, I was about to get there. Yeah, you, were, was... you really were. We're talking about Factor, of course. Uh, Factor, the best way to get a healthy, quick meal delivered straight to your door. Uh, it's got a ton of options if you're vegan or veggie or doing keto or looking for some extra different ingredients, something like that, um, Factor is the way to go. It is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and start saving time with it, which is the good stuff. So, and this is important because our code has changed, so make sure you get this. Head on over to factormeals.com backliners50 
and use code BACKLINERS50 to get 50% off your first box. They were getting robbed blind by the 60% off. You missed your opportunity. It, this is such a good value still. It ha- it's half off, everyone. Half off. That's code BACKLINERS50 at factormeals.com slash BACKLINERS50 to get 50% off your first box. Big shout out to Factor. Okay. Um, now on to these SPL play-in rosters. Uh, let's talk about the team that just won a best of three. You were streaming, so you might have missed it, but... The Jabalba Storm just beat uh, another team whose name I'm looking for real quick. It's almost here. I'm almost found it. Uh, any second now. Here it is. It's the Cowlin Wardens. Um, mm-hmm. The Storm, Manda Warrior, Dingo Dial, uh, Vi, Valo, and Malachi with Guy J as the coach. What are your thoughts on uh, What are your thoughts on the Jabalba Storm? Because they they surprised some people today, including me. Uh, I mean, I don't really know their mid lane or jungle. Um, Vi, I think, is Globe. I oh, believe. Okay. Yeah, Someone sick. in chat correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Vi is Globe. Yeah, Globe's sick. Uh, who's Valo's? Is Valo just Valo? I feel um, like is he just a Smurf? I'm not I like sure. I'm... Maybe. I, I think these two played together. I know Vi, aka maybe Globe, popped off last SEC event. Uh, and I think they may have been playing with Valo as well at that time, but I, yeah, I remember Vi popped off last time for sure. Yeah. I remember the Vi Valo four letter V combination. Yes. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think they're good. And then you said it was Mando and Dingo, right? Mando, Dingo and Malachi. Yep. Yeah. All those players are sick. I mean, I'm a big fan of Dingo and Mando. Um, I don't know Malachi too well, but I mean, he's good in rank. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Mando played Kledna ADC, uh, I do think that they got a little bailed out this set by, uh, from what I was watching, from the lack of objective secure from the Wardens. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, uh, I'm buying Globe stock for sure. That dude has impressed me now two land sets in a row. Um, and if, you know, even if the Storm don't make it, uh, I think Vi should be getting on a top end sec team to see if he can continue to improve but uh look the reality is it's a 10 team tournament there are two spots teams like the storm that have a lot of talent uh or the wardens or you know the the valkyries the tanuki like they're they're gonna they're really not any really bad rosters Mm -hmm. the reality is that this is going to be i would be absolutely floored if the jabalba storm made it um Mm-hmm. to the SPL absolutely floored but it is not about it's not always about being the team to qualify every chance an SCC player gets to play against SPL level talent on land in particular I think they should take because they have nothing you it, it, it you can tell me if you feel differently here Barra but for me SCC players if they get steamrolled by an SPL caliber team on land I never counted against them. I never think, oh, that guy didn't play well, like, whatever. Like, but if they play well and lose, or play well and win, then that's a name that I start to keep my eye on, remember, all that kind of yep. stuff. Like, you are only, your stock can only move up, except in very, you know, extenuating circumstances. Like, your team's ahead, you know, choke, whatever. Like, yeah. But even then, agree. like, you. You should take every chance you get against SPL quality talent yep. uh, on land. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I think this is also just a good place to show yourself, like you were saying, mm-hmm. and to just kind of show that you're not nervous on land, because I think that's a big part for a lot of teams nowadays for picking up new players, mm-hmm. is just being confident and being able to make plays, which I think a lot of players are from what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't watching too in detail today, but... Uh, I wanted to watch the later sets more in detail, but I'm not that big of a first day kind of guy. Yeah, you've uh, you've been around for for long enough to to be a weekend. Yeah, what was what was the uh, the other team they were playing? Uh, that was the Kowloon Wardens. That's Tuba ADC Ocean Support Joshi Mid Elion Jungle Slash Solo Magic Feet is the coach. Um, I think so a lot of people, myself Ross, included, like yeah. this team's good. Like this team has a lot of competitive experience between Joshi Oceans and Elion. Uh, Tuba as well um, on the console side. Uh, Magic Feats play in a couple lands now. Um, mm-hmm. Slash has been around. This team 
did not look they they looked pretty scattered um which can happen um at these types of events i was a little surprised at how uh i think joshi is like a really really good player and i did expect him to do a little more carrying especially with the meta right now being pretty mid-centric um i thought el leon had a really sick set or at least really sick game one and game three game two we Mm. got pretty far behind um and that and that can definitely happen on the map right now but uh i thought it was really the side lanes for the wardens that didn't look particularly good today it is a double elim tournament um and this is a team that i think could surprise people uh but they've got a lot to work on from what we saw um today i think yeah, if they've got a lot of work, a lot to work on, and probably the most important tournament of the year. I mean, I think this tournament's like tied with the worlds for importance. I think it is Just, almost objectively more important, like in terms yeah. of how it can change the amount, like mm-hmm. your full year. It's huge, you know. It, it is yep. really, really big because it means you're moving to a new city. Like, you know, there there's a whole lot on the line, um, mm-hmm. a ton of pressure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I would definitely be nervous if I was playing in this tournament, for sure. I would be, too. I would uh, be, Do you want to go set by set, or team by team, or what? I think just team by team is probably the way to go okay. here for this one. I think uh, team by team. And also, we're sticking to shorter podcasts this episode. Take my word for it. It's happening this time. Uh, I'm, I'm cursing it by saying it out loud. Uh... Yomi Tanuki, um, I'm going from the bottom up, basically, from alphabetical order now. Uh, uh-huh. Or not alphabetical, but just from the bottom up, because it's start with the storm. Uh, Shinigami, promise, it was Spreen as their mid laner. Uh, Spreen could not secure a visa for this event, unfortunately, so they are using XD001 as their mid laner. That's because Spreen's sick. Spreen is sick. XD001 really sounds like a homie face smurf uh, account name. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it bro the names that we've had on land dude man bro 429 i know i know hey xd001 once upon a time once upon a time sam for soccer 2 was a name that we oh, all laughed yeah. about uh and for good reason by the way um we should still be laughing at that name dude. It, it is really good <laughs> and really bad by being really good um grave jungle run to solo um shinigami had a stretch where shinigami aka pringles um had a stretch where it looked like Shinigami was going to be like one of the next hot SEC ADCs, mm-hmm. like one of the next big prospects. Feel like Shinigami has gotten a little bit less uh, press over the last uh, you know seasons, um, or maybe it's less even less than that. But um, promise yeah, as well, I think has looked really good. Uh, I saw I didn't get the chance to see this set, but. Um, a lot of people were tweeting about Promise playing really, really well. So mm-hmm. I guess we don't really know the overall meta for competitive play. This is our first competitive play on the year 10 map. Um, but if duo lane is a way to win the game, Shinigami Promise is a pretty pretty darn good win condition over here for the Tanuki. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, for the times I've played Promise, he's really good. And also Shinigami has that pop-off potential. Uh, kind of like Coast does, where he will just like take over a game and mm-hmm. play really well. I don't know how often he does that in competitive, but he does it a fair amount in ranked. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, he can transfer it over. At, like I said, I don't know if he does or not. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think that duo lane is sick. Yeah, I think that their duo lane is certainly very strong. Graves been around forever. Um, oh yeah, why is Grave back? He came out of nowhere. I know Graves been that around forever. Crazy. Good player. So. Well, uh, yeah, he just disappeared for like two or three years, and then he's just back in qualies. Here he is. Um, Valhalla Valkyries now. Uh, Warchi, Rotwin, Ray Shadow, Worst Turtle, and Nil. Um, Sir Choka, or Senor Choka, or SR Choka is their coach. Um, this team did not look particularly good today. Warchi, Rotwin, a very experienced uh, duo lane. Um, those are two long-standing EU SCC, mm-hmm. uh, players, Warchi as well, uh, played in the EU SPL, um, Worst Turtle, another big and mainstay of the EU SCC scene, but this team did not look very good today, uh, and basically any team that didn't show something today has got to be hitting the red alarm 
button immediately uh, because you don't get that yeah. many chances, and there are some very good teams at the top end of this tournament. Yeah, I, I don't. I unfortunately don't know much about uh, EU players. Uh, I know Warchi's been around for since the beginning, I think. Yep. And Robin's impressed me lately, but I feel like I'm not too confident on the other three. Uh, I think Worst Roll's good, but I I don't know that much about them, unfortunately. Fair enough. Wait, um, chat saying Warchi played Naja and Kama? Naja correct. ADC? Correct. It was not a good game. Kama ADC? Naja ADC got really behind early. I think they played uh, They played Grave's team. They played the Tanuki, and I'm pretty sure Grave, like, level 2, level 3 ganked to the Naja ADC and killed them, and then Naja can't play the game. Uh Gank the immobile assassin. <laughs> yeah. How did we get here? <laughs> if only, if only we could have seen this coming. Um, that's. We, I feel like that's trying to be too special. Yeah. And I feel like if Warchi's been around for this long, then he should just. I mean, I haven't played too much season ten. Being honest, uh, everyone's saying that hunters are bad, but from what I see, hunters are still kind of good, and I think major DCs are pretty good as well. So I, I can't really see. An assassin outboxing a Aussie Destal Hunter, but maybe I'm just trolling. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask you if you are buying the ADC isn't very good right now propaganda. Um, I think mage ADCs are very, very good. Um, I think they are better than traditional ADCs right now. That being said, I think traditional ADCs are are beyond playable. Um, And I think... The lack of ADC we've seen um, is not what I think is representative of the strongest thing you can do in Smite right now. Uh, yeah, I, I just feel like whenever there's a new season or a big meta change, people always go to these extremes, and then we always come back to the middle. Yep. I mean, hey, that's there is a significant payoff to finding something broken that is not traditional in a tournament mm-hmm. like this, right? Like... It is good to be asking those questions, like questioning the norms, but you don't have a ton of time to play with in a tournament like this. That's what scrims are for. Um, yeah, I feel like you just play like comfort picks or like what you yourself are good with. Like yeah, and just it's like meta is not defined right now. It's not established by glancing over the picks and bands of each team outside of mage ADCs. In my opinion, mm-hmm. um, I do think like. Ducky's Vamana looked really good, so that might be something that is actually strong, but also it's Vamana, so no CC, obviously, and I don't think teams are really buying Sunder into him either. Yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I... From all of my ADC games, I probably played like 30 or 40 Season 10 games. They don't seem bad. I, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe scrims are different. Maybe. But, yeah. Maybe. Um, who knows? I mean... Zatman tweeted that ADCs are balanced right now, so they can't be that bad. Is it? Is, okay, if Zap's tweeting they're balanced, that means ADC they're is probably OP. busted. Right, they're probably yeah. busted. Right, exactly. So <laughs> it might be a little copium from all you ADCs mains that all, all I'm saying are tanks good right now. Of course, no one's. Why do I have to qualify it? They're good. That's yeah. all I'm saying. All right, uh, next team. Next, next team. team. Tartarus Titans. Next team. In my Zen ADC, Dashboard Support, Nehu Mid, Dame Jungle, Delny Solo. This team looked good today. Uh, Zen looked good um, in the Coast matchup. Uh, but this team yeah. did not end up winning their matchup um, up against a very, very strong Elder Challenge team. Yeah, Zen looked good. Dame was also camping that lane. Yep. Um I think that was. I, th- I think I actually watched a decent amount of this set. Uh, dashboard looked really good in lane, but out of lane seemed a little lost sometimes, mm-hmm. or I agree just with that. a little confused. Uh, there was one time he plucked behind four people at gold. I mean, obviously, I think he knows that's bad, but watching that from a top down perspective looked even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that team's really good. And I think there was one time that they just, like, went to gold. They did the same thing we did against Kings. I think they went to gold, and the other team went to fire. Or, like, did pyro and fire, and then they just blew the game out after that. Um, yeah. I don't think their drafts were bad either, um, from what I'm remembering. I don't think either team's drafts were bad. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I think that team is sick, and I think that they do have a decent chance of qualifying. Yeah, I would say outside chance, but it's not non-existent. 
Um, mm-hmm. This team has some talent, but uh, Dame had some moments that looked really good, some moments that looked a little weak. Delny, you know, as you said, Dame was camping duo. Delny didn't get a lot of help over on the solo side, and so Ducky was able to kind of do whatever he wanted over there. Yeah, they were just trading ults. Like, if you would Guan ult him, slice, 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 Vamon ult, Ducky would be under his tower or, like, hitting something in his ult, and that's just solely, like, yeah, this guy's pressing four, so I'm gonna press four, and then I'm not gonna worry about the junglers here or not, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that is kind of the way it be, but... Titans uh, did not get their win today. They are in the lower side of the bracket. Um, mm-hmm. Next up, the Athenian Sages. Wowie ADC, Privative Support, Jangaru Mid, Short Fuse Jungle, Remakami, Solo Lane, and Teepers as the coach. Um, this team, who did they play today? They played the Scorpions, I believe, uh, which is the next team that we'll talk about. But um, I believe the Sages did not have a particularly great yeah, I don't think they played well. Um, uh, I didn't get to watch this sec. I think I was playing like two long matches. Mm-hmm. But I don't think... It, I think I listened to this set more, but I don't think the casters were being too nice to uh, their team. Not not like roasting them or anything about it. Okay, yeah. Was, like, is that, was that like a... The casters were like calling them out when they shouldn't have been? Or like they just weren't doing uh, anything to get to get praised more? more I think they just weren't doing anything to get praised, honestly. Because... Sure. I think that they were saying, like, they normally look way better than they are right now, basically. Sure. Um, which I think is probably pretty fair to say. Uh, Jengar looks like he had right. a pretty good game one, at the very least. Played Yu Huang mid, did 43k damage. That's a lot. Um, Streak up did 51k <laughs> damage uh, on Tiamat mid. So that is uh, even more. Um, it's actually. crazy. Streak up swapped the mid. Yeah. Streak up's a really good cracked. player. Uh, Shrigup's a really good player, and mid and ADC are not that different uh, when it comes to team fighting. Um, mid is just kind of harder ADC in team fights, you see. Uh, barely yeah, you have to sit behind a wall when I get gone on. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, maybe you get gone on, um, but, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you don't have, I should, like, I should be behind the wall you know? as well. Yeah, Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. You well, just get to hold your button. You just get to hold your damage, and it comes out at 2.5x, you know, a second. Uh-huh. Um, and I had, like, a thousand damage a shot, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Um, All the time. But, yeah, Tiamat, uh, the proc build definitely getting a lot of oh. discussion right now. Was this the was this the set where they had a really single target draft? It was like Kronos, Rom, Merc, Faf, and like an Odin. I think uh, I hated that draft. Yes, Kronos, Faf, Odin, Merc, Rom. Yep, man, that was yeah, good. That I, was good, Barry. I absolutely, five. I absolutely hate that draft. Like, yeah, this draft stinks. Yeah, you can kill an objective. Congratulations, but there's like twenty other minutes to a game. Like, and you want like a circle at least, like. I mean, granted, you have Odin Cage, but what for are you what? setting up for? <laughs> yeah. Kronos auto attacks. Like, it's like, you, you, I've got him caged, uh, everyone else on your team? Okay. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm autoing. I'm, I'm, I'm autoing. I'm doing the exact same thing I was doing right before you caged, and I'm just going to keep auto attacking. I, I'm just an Odin hater, man. Uh, I think that god is not very good. Um, I would not yeah. be picking Odin. I know Odin was like. People were like, oh, Odin's going to be good at Worlds or, like, right around Worlds time. And I was like, for real? Odin? Like, are we talking about the same... <laughs> are we talking about the same god? Um, I really don't. I really don't think Odin is is very strong, personally. I don't I don't even know what his stats are like. Maybe his stats are actually insane and he's winning a lot of games, but... Um, I just think I other think gods do his job better. And I, I think he was good back in the day when it was like Odin Zeus combo, like Odin yeah. Opwash combo, like yeah. these big AOE mages, and people were out of position, dying inside the cage, or you were getting a, you were getting a lot of cage value. Yeah, I feel like those situations aren't too common anymore. I do think like Odin jungle and Odin support can have some very little viability sometimes. It depends on the meta. Odin solo as well. Um, I think they're all on the same viability level. I just think their team comp needs to lose so hard to Odin that yeah. your team comp doesn't matter, and Odin is the best possible pick there. I think yeah. that's when Odin's actually good. I agree. They they picked it into Yamoja, Soul, Thor, Herc. So like Odin's like okay. What? He's pretty good into the two tanks. Like Herc, Yamoja, like don't 
deal with Odin. I don't even think he's good into Herc. Yeah, I feel like he's if like, that Herc has the speed breastplate. He's that my man. He's pressing three and just zooming around. Like, yeah. Or you're caging a tank and trying to burst a tank with a dash. Like, yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, not a fan of the Odin pick, basically ever. Um, so that's uh, but that's kind of getting into the specifics, I suppose, of the uh, mm-hmm. of the, oh, yeah. the next stages. Team. Next team is the Aru Scorpions, is the team that defeated them. Uh, Davy Preds streak up Sarpe Kana and Kermakale as their coach. Um, as mentioned, streak up former Beast ADC, now looking mm-hmm. like a potential Beast in mid. Sarpe, very good jungler. Preds has looked good in support. Davey, I think, is their weakest link on this team, and that's not a, a shot at him necessarily, but it is just if the Scorpions... Because this team has a legitimate chance. of This is the first mm-hmm. team I think we're talking about with a better-than-outside chance of qualifying. Um, the Scorpions need to make sure that Davey is able to do his job in the team fights, but if Davey pops off this land... This team is a legitimate, legitimate contender. Um, but mm. if you look at Davies' track record versus guys like at the top three teams of Coast, Dudeman, and Stewart, it's a pretty big gap in their resumes um, mm-hmm. and, and just in the eye test so far. But maybe he's got it figured out here in year 10. You know, you never know. Yeah, I, I think that roster is definitely good enough to qualify um, just based off of like history mm-hmm. um but i feel like i'll say that about a lot of teams mm-hmm. because that's kind of just how i feel uh i kind of feel like a lot of teams can qualify to top two at this land because the meta is so undefined i feel like teams i feel like you could be probably the worst team here mechanically and still win if you just stick to your strategies well enough and just play what your guys are actually good at mm. instead of like trying to invent the meta or trying to like come up with some crazy strategy, I feel like you just play what you're actually good at. And mm-hmm. I just feel like if the meta's not defined, you just play what you're good at. That, sure. I feel like it's as simple as that. Um, I think the Scorpions, if they can play around mid and solo side, I think Kana is an absolute beast. Um, yeah, Kana's disgusting. And Sarpe, I think, is, is really, really good. Streak up is, is obviously great. Um, I think the Scorpions playing off the you know outside of duo lane is is the move um and if that what becomes the land meta they're in a great position because streak up sarpe kana is all is nearly as strong as any other mid to right side of the map uh in the tournament Mm -hmm. um which is uh which is saying a lot because there are some very strong right side of the maps um including that of the elder challenge vaporish coast quig benny q oath ducky and el chuckles as their coach uh, this team, I I think it's fair to say, 10 teams total at this tournament, two spots. It does, the, the Scorpions are the dark horse. Otherwise, it, it feels to me like a three-team race outside of the Scorpions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is Hounds, Gladiators, and Wargs. The Hounds are the first of those three juggernauts. Um, wh- what, do you have any major concerns about this team's ability to qualify for hounds yes uh against the top two yes i think coast showed he is very gankable today mm-hmm. um in a bad way uh so i don't know if he will just be playing safe from now on or trying to fight less but Coast, in my opinion, playstyle is just jamming his dent in the 1v1. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the just from what I was seeing, the junglers can kind of be anywhere on the map at any point in time. Uh, just based off of clear and mobility. So I don't really think that's a 1v1 ADC meta right now. Uh, so I think Coast needs to kind of adapt his playstyle to what's actually happening and... Not put his ego in check, but play a little smarter. Yeah, I mean, I, we've seen him play in a way that is not super gankable. I don't think he played gankable at all at Worlds, really. Like, he played really, really tight. Uh, different meta. Yeah, different meta. Um, and you got and you got to be able to adjust and, you know, whether also, it's... Also, Twig is not a dueling ganker. 
Yeah, fair enough. Um, so definitely want to see that uh, get cleaned up. You're right that you don't have to worry about Twig roaming over there. At yeah. Point. Um, I think I do also have some concern about how this team will perform if they are if they are falling behind, um, whether it be in game or in a set. Yeah. Uh, if they get crushed game one, how does this team bounce back super well? That has not been something that throughout their careers, uh, Oath or Benny have been super well known for is, is being mm-hmm. able to bounce back. Well, uh, it's a new, new team environment, new year. You know, I think that everyone is starting with a somewhat blank slate. So, you know, you hope that they can, they can get there and having chuckles, uh, an experienced coach that played on, that worked on a lot of teams that explicitly were good at coming back from behind, uh, SK PK, both of their world championship runs were with Chuckles as the coach. So uh, I think that that's pretty key to them and, and could be a big factor. But mm-hmm. if this team gets a lead, they will kind of crush you with it better than almost any other team in this tournament um, really will. It's just a matter yeah. of if you're going to make it to the SPL, chances are you're going to be behind in some games and behind in a set. And they got to be able to stay ready to go um, in those moments. Yeah, I would, I would assume that's not too much of a liability on this LAN. I think people should be trying their hardest to have a positive mental. But based off of history, it might come into play anyways, unfortunately. Yeah. That do be how it goes. Also, I do think Ducky is cracked right now. So Ducky's I playing really good just, smite. Ducky is I playing think they really should just play through Ducky. I agree. I agree. Not not saying not saying like oh Coast guy ganked a few times never played through Coast Lane, but I I think Ducky with the build he was going and with how unkillable he was kind of seems like if you're gonna have a rotating soul in or come to that gold free fight with that build you can't really lose. Uh, so obviously don't throw Coast to the wolves, you know. And right. Just kind of like get him, let him get eaten, but maybe look for a few more ganks in solo side. Yeah, I think Ducky looked like the player who was most comfortable with what their game plan was individually um today which you know small sample size all that kind of stuff but ducky looked extraordinarily comfortable with his game plan and picked according to it built according to it played according to it um and that is the mark of a very good veteran player so excited to see what uh what ducky is going to continue to bring i'm also quite excited to bring you a brand new sponsor here on the Backlanders podcast. And this is one that I actually already have for years been using. And so I'm t- mm-hmm. ex- excited uh, to let you all know that today's episode of the Backlanders is sponsored by Honey. The easiest way to shop or to save, excuse me, when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Look, Honey chat, dear listener, you <laughs> listen to the podcast. And every single week, you hear me struggle with getting Barra's audio right. Or some other very simple-to-fix task that I seemingly cannot figure out. You know that I am not a particularly smart man through this evidence. That's why you should trust me when I tell you that Honey is so easy... That even I can do it. It's so simple. Here's all you got to do. You put it in, you know, you open it up, you get a free shopping tool, and here's how it works. It just scours the internet for promo codes, and whenever you're checking out, instead of Googling, you know, uh, whatever example I want to give, .com promo code, it does it all for you. You just have to wait for a little bit in order for Honey to search all the coupons it can find, and... Bam. Drops it right in. That's uh that's the big thing. It's so it's literally so easy. I sit what did I save on I really should have literally last week Aaron was like, hey, we've got honey as a sponsor next week. And I was like, that's awesome. I then went and bought something online. Honey saved me money, and I was like, I should remember to tell this story. And this is my version uh-huh. of that. It just has no specifics whatsoever because referring back to my previous point about how I am not a particularly smart man, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so sorry. I was a little zoned out 
because I was going to my honey, uh-huh. and I wanted to see how much money I had because I've been using it for years and years and haven't redeemed it. I have six hundred and thirteen dollars. What? Through honey? Yeah. No shot. You have that yeah. much? How much do I have? Yeah. I didn't know you could look like that. Yeah, you can see your rewards balance with how much money it saves you. Obviously, that's not showing the coupons it saves you, or it helps you with uh, money on their end. But yeah, I've uh, I. As a person who loves to save money on literally everything... Dude, that is awesome. Just download Honey and use it. It is the easiest thing in the world. It is one of the laziest things in the world, too. You don't have to do anything. You literally go to the checkout page. You click at the top right. It shows you all the coupons. It scans the whole internet for coupons. And it saves you money on literally all of your purchases. Or on uh, stores that accept Honey and all that stuff. All that kind of but good it stuff. Is, and it is a lot. It is... It is literally OP. Yeah, I I mean, there's only a few websites, I think, that don't accept it, but the vast majority... You don't need them anyways. Yeah, exactly. You don't, you you don't, don't need them. Uh, and here's the thing. I, didn't, I actually didn't know this. Honey doesn't just work on desktops. It works on your iPhone, too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. So if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting us here on the Backliner. So... Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash backliners. That's joinhoney.com slash backliners. Big shout out to Honey. Super happy to have them uh, working for working with us on the show. Um, yeah, again, big penny pincher, and I'm a huge fan of Honey. Yep. Very easy. Yep. Very, very easy indeed. Um, okay, let's move on to the top two teams before we head on over to Martikoras, uh, the Gilded Gladiators. Oh. Uh, Dude Man Bro 429, Inbound, Snoopy, Kirmi, Scary D, and Kassir as their coach. Um, this team, obviously one of the big three that everyone is kind of uh, mm-hmm. ready to potentially crown as an SPL team. This team definitely seems pretty SPL ready to me. Um, my question marks, uh, because I think that there isn't a whole lot of... Um, we, we all know that this team is good enough to qualify to the SPL. Oh, it's yeah, not a matter sure. of if. Um, if things go wrong for this team, I think the first thing that I'm going to be looking for when I watch the Gilded Gladiators play tomorrow, how does their front line look? Um, because inbound hasn't played at a, at a high level since being dropped by the Scarabs. I know there are a lot of Bobby haters out there. What Was he ready right away for the SPL? Probably not. Did he, even throughout his SPL stint, have some pretty rough stretches? Yes, he did. I also don't think he was always surrounded by the most talent and the most stable rosters. And I think that Inbound did show clear improvement at times during his career. And I don't think it is fair to say that Inbound cannot be an SPL level support. Um, I think he very clearly can be. And I think that a lot of people just assume that because he was on a bad team for, you know, two years or whatever it may be, uh, that that is not the case. He got branded. Yeah, he got branded. I don't think it's particularly fair. I'm, I'm excited to see what he does on this team. I think the bigger, honestly, the bigger question mark to me is Scary D than Inbound. Like, Scary had a much rougher, more recent performance yeah. than Inbound did. If I'm looking at this team... The first thing I'm doing, first of all, if I'm playing the Gilded Gladiators, you know where I'm showing up? Solo lane. Because Scary looked like the most yeah. gankable player on the planet uh, in, in their last in his last appearance. Scary is obviously, a has the potential to be a top tier player. Has in the past, but mm-hmm. gotta show it. And this is a good opportunity to do so. He it, it, In the SPL qualifying tournament, you cannot afford to not be, cru- like you have to do what Ducky did today. In order to yep. make people think that you, you are ready to be, that guy. you have to be very clearly diffing your opponent, and that's what I'm going to be looking for from Scary tomorrow. Yeah, I completely agree. Especially, I mean, you you touched on it earlier, but his most recent performance. I mean, I'm pretty sure me and Agar are both huge Scary D fans. Yeah, love Ryan. And his most recent performance was just bad, real bad. Like I, I love Scary, but that that was some of the worst smite I've seen him play in a very long time, <laughs> or anyone and, for that matter. <laughs> like he was, like his his cap is so astronomically high. Yep. And to watch him play like 
he I don't know if it was just like doesn't care or just like was trying to do too much. I don't know. It was just weird. Um but yeah, I I think the big thing for this team is their front line as well. Um kind of how Kirimi, Inbound, and Scare are going to work together, because I don't know if they've ever worked together in the past. They have not. Almost. Um, I'm 99% sure. Yeah, maybe Bobby and Scary did on Scarabs, but I can't remember. Oh yeah, maybe they did. That's that one. I, I can't yeah. remember what the timeline of Scarabs changes are anymore. Yeah, Scary yeah. played with Bobby almost certainly. Okay. Almost okay, certainly, okay. actually. Yeah, and then Kirimi should be able to slot in well. Um... Yeah. I do think Snoopy will be pretty good in this meta where it's like a free farming mid meta. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least it seems to be that way from the other teams. Snoopy can jam his dent if he needs to, but I don't know if he will. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Kirmi and Inbound will be able to facilitate Doomed Bro and Snoopy pretty well. Um, yeah, my, my question mark is just my question mark is just scary for this. Uh, but not even like a bad way because I'm still such a fan of scary. He like, can show up and be the best solo laner this whole week. Yeah, he, I just, he could. I just want to see him play well. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know he can, and I just want to see him play well. I'm rooting for him. No doubt. No doubt about it. Um, also worth noting that Kirmi had a particularly underwhelming performance uh, yeah, in the World's Qualifier. So you know that this the same spot that we're criticizing Scary D. Kirmi also did not look very good. So big redemption tr- week. Triple for redemption for this front line. Yep, triple redemption front line should be uh, should be interesting to watch here for the Guilty Gladiators. And then last but literally not least, uh, Stewart Gamma Erupt Crimson Sam for Soccer Aquarius and Neilma as the coach. That is your Niflheim Wargs. Um, for my money, Barra, it is not. Uh, we say it's a three team race. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, this is this yeah. it is a two and a half team race, counting the Scorpions as like right on the cusp for one spot. The Niflheim Wargs are, in my opinion, far and away the best team in this tournament. Yep. If they that. don't uh, win, like, I don't think that they, sh- I would not be surprised if they had some close games or sets against the Gladiators mm-hmm. or Hounds, but if this team does not qualify, I would categorize it as a, I would categorize it as a choke. I would. It has yeah, to. It has I to. I agree. I mean, you have Sam, who in my opinion was looking really good on the last iteration of the last iteration of Bugs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I think Stu, I mean, he literally just came off of uh World's Finals. Unfortunately, that just just worked out this way where this is the team that he's on. But I mean, on paper, I completely agree with you. I don't see a world where this team does not qualify. Like across the board, I think that they have all been playing well. Um especially I mean I just, Crimson. I think Crimson's been playing really well lately. Yep. Um, Crimson Beast. Every time I've seen him play, I think he's been playing well. Aqua as well has been playing good. Uh, Gamma has been playing well. I mean, Gamma really, like, cranked it up uh, in last year going forward to uh, Fall Split. I think he just got better as the year went on. I mean, obviously he had a few bad games here and there, but literally everyone does. Like, it doesn't really matter. Yep. Um, yeah, I, this team is auto-qualifier. I, Has to. It, I genuinely cannot see a world where they don't qualify. They have the best... They have the two best players in the tournament, undisputed. Sam and Stewart are the two best players in this tournament. Yep. I, I won't hear an argument otherwise. I think they are probably the best individually in all five of their roles. Um, yeah. In this tournament. Maybe you could make an argument for Benny over Krim. Um yeah, I think I think mid with Snoopy, Krim, and Benny is pretty close. Yeah, I I, I, I can see that, but and I didn't get to see like Streak up earlier. But I mean, I've heard Streak up's a beast. He um, he's a really good player. I I don't think I can put him in the top mid lane with him. This is his first tournament uh, in that yeah. role. Uh, this this is the team that should be qualifying, um, mm-hmm. guaranteed. I I'd be very confident betting on the on the works for sure. Um, with that in mind, now that we've gone over all 10, uh, we're both saying the Wargs are going to make it. Who is the second team that joins the SPL this year? Um, Hounds. I'm going Gladiators. I'm, I'm saying, well, yeah, I'm going Gladiators. Mine is a complete shot in the dark, so... Flip it, I, flip I, it. You know, uh, it's a flip between those two teams for me. It really is. 
Yeah, I genuinely have no idea who the other two. I feel like it could be like four or five different teams, or even more. Like, I don't think it can uh, be that many. I think it can only be. I think the Wargs have a spot guaranteed. I think the only three teams that can make that last spot are Gladiators, Hounds, and Scorpions. Mm-hmm. That's that's, that's that's my opinion, but we shall see. Um, okay, because we are right up against the time that I wanted to hit, I'm going to ask you real quick. Give me your Martikaros feels. We're not going to go over the whole kit. If you want it, you can go to the 10.2 update notes on the Smite Game website. Uh, how, how did your first few Martikaros games feel? Yeah, I played him for about... Honestly, I think I played way more than I thought I did. I played him for about three or four hours today. Um, a lot of fun. I absolutely love this character. Uh, I don't know if he'll be that sick and competitive, but it just kind of fits my style of like immobile damage dealer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried... Crit felt good. Ability but ability build felt really good as well, but I did get fed that game. But it kind of felt like old AMC, where if I just hit a button, like, they're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the ult feels really good. Um, kind of hard to hit sometimes. Kind of... Harder than it looks. Harder than it looks. Yeah. It's, it's weird because you have to, like, lead it, but if you lead it too much and they just turn around, you wasted, like, three shots. It's like an on-her ult from, like, above. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it feels really good to react to because it's... I don't know if it's instant, but it feels instant. It's like, real in situ- Yeah, it kind of feels like Frail, where if I just need to get out, I can get out. Yep. Um, the hiding in the grass or bushes, I don't know what it's called. Probably grass. Uh, that feels so fun. Mm-hmm. That is, like... One of the most fun things in Smite to me right now is just building ability base, sitting in a bush somewhere and just ambushing people. I did that probably like 20 times a day. Uh-huh. So fun. Uh, very unpredictable too. Also, playing with it around objectives is really fun as well. You can just like hide your jungler, hide your support. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's a really fun button. The root feels really strong. That <sighs> might get nerfed uh-huh. a little bit, but... Uh, I, it's probably just a mixture of, like, I'm really good at hitting buttons, and, you know, people just aren't expecting to get rooted, so I, sure. it might be, like, a player thing plus a god thing. Yeah. A mixture together. The it's first, like an Artemis Trap thing, you know? The first playtest where I realized the two was an auto-attack reset, like, opened my eyes to a whole new world, where I could sit in the bush, auto-two, auto-one someone, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, <laughs> oh, man. I don't have to lead with the two. Like I was, I was leading with mm-hmm. the two, and I was like, I get a full basic in here, and that because his basics hit super hard. Um, especially, I really love the poison basic attack mechanic. Uh, yep, I think it feel poor Lurmy, dude. Lurmy had to do back to back hunters with Ishtar into Martikaros, and I feel like Hunter. I haven't uh, designed a Hunter yet, but I feel like Hunter is one of the hardest classes to make feel new and unique because they're just they just hold left click right like that's all they at the end of the day they left click um and so i think lermy especially like going back to back is so hard uh on the same class and man she i think she killed it obviously ishtar is like super popular and super fun and and did a great job there but uh i think she definitely deserves extra credit for having Mm -hmm. to go back to back in that way um, oh yeah, the which is, which design is really of both of them is really good. Um, I mean, Ishtar is probably more. I don't know if generic is the right word to say it, but like more traditional. Hunter-y. traditional, yeah, traditional. And I'm just gonna call him Marty. Yeah, uh, that's all. That, I've feels, always called him Marty. Yeah, it just feels a just fun. Like I, I love immobile kits like that, and being immobile, being able to hide in grass, being able to surprise people, and just kind of make your opponent think a lot more about, like, the situations they're going to have to play into mm-hmm. is so fun. Also, that one is... You cannot zone this guy. Nope. He can cast that from a mile away and reach a mile that way. Yep. Like, it, I, I don't think you can zone that guy in comp. Like, it is so crazy. Yep. Long range, for sure. Um, very cool. Yeah, that, that might get nerfed slightly, but we'll see. Hey. Hard for us to nerf range sometimes, uh, so... That is uh, true. Uh, that, that could certainly help. Um, yeah, play Marty. Super fun. Kudos to Lermy. She, uh, she killed it, as always. Um, mm-hmm. All right, before we move on to our random question of the week, which, of course, we're grabbing from our 
Patreon Discord, which you can access by going to patreon.com slash backliners. Uh, we have one more sponsor to tell you about, and it is from our friends at BetterHelp. So this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, we talk pretty uh, pretty substantially all the time about how big of advocates Bera and I are for finding a therapist that works for you and just having someone uh, in your life who is an expert on how the human brain works in order to help you mm-hmm. go through this very fun, uh, not all the time fun uh, ride that is life. Dude, my therapy is normally Wednesday mornings uh, because my in-laws are still here until this morning. Uh, I moved it to tomorrow, and I'm like literally oh. jonesing for, for Thursday we're, morning therapy. We're therapy buddies. Mine's tomorrow morning, too. Let's go. We're going to be working on our brains together, but separately, but yeah. together, you know, we're just across the brain. It's almost 9 o'clock. My brain's Yeah, I actually, I, I actually signed up for BetterHelp, too, um, just because I wanted... A, I wanted to do it online this time mm-hmm. and over video, I guess. Um, I I didn't want to do it in person, and prices kind of better help is like way cheaper than in person therapy mm-hmm. uh, from the prices I was looking up. So I was like, yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna try out better help. And how was sure. the user experience here, Barra? Because they say, oh yeah, they tell us here that it's easy and flexible and they make it they you know it's a it's a difficult process they make a little simpler would you agree with that yeah extremely easy um and also i got my therapist in under 24 hours and they say 24 to 48 so they're working faster than usual um yeah really excited to try it out um i liked all the questions they were asking me and i also liked the introduction that she gave me about herself and the introduction i don't want to go into like two sure yeah of course course. my stuff but yeah uh she just seemed really nice and i I like nice people so hey i'm glad uh i'm glad that it's uh it's working out for you and uh that we're gonna be therapy bros tomorrow morning so uh if you want to live a more empowered life therapy can get you there visit betterhelp.com slash backliners today to get 10 percent off your first month hope you're enjoying that 10 percent off there uh for your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p dot com slash backliners big thanks to better help mm-hmm. as always um okay like i said going to our uh, community discord which again you can access by going to patreon.com slash backliners for our random question of the week uh timmy wants to know think like pokemon or naruto summoning jutsu but real animals this animal could be for fighting daily tasks travel party trick etc what animal would you choose and why uh, I would choose a ferret. And why? Uh, for a daily task and just for... <laughs> well, it says fighting, daily tasks, travel, and party tricks. So I'm choosing daily tasks and party tricks. <laughs> right, but but what know. does a ferret do for daily tasks? I don't know, bring me stuff? I don't, it would just be cute, okay? <laughs> I, would just, I, I would just want a connection with a ferret. I wanted a ferret for like 15 years. Dude, I, I also like kind of a... wanted a ferret. And then I looked into it and everyone said they smell really bad. And I didn't want it anymore. What? Yeah, they don't they, clean themselves? No, apparently they smell really bad. Maybe yeah, that's maybe I, that's Cap. You know, maybe the internet's lying and it's just it was written by a ferret hater. Yeah. Well, wait, is it like casting spells? Like Pokemon spells? Um... I think it would listen to you and be able to do more than a default ferret. So maybe you could tell it to go take a bath, you know, like go wash off, you know? Oh, wait, like having like a primate would be pretty cool. I don't know how big I would want. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the different, like a gorilla would definitely be way too big. Way too big. It would, it would be huge. And then spider monkey's like probably way too small. Yeah, probably. Like, you get like a howler monkey. I feel like they're like a, a nice size. Howler monkey. Yeah, I would want like a normal sized monkey. I feel like that's Oh, good. Yeah, that I mean they're just howler, so cute. Uh, I would not want a howler monkey. Those things are terrifying. Yeah, they're really scary though. You got to watch it. But they would they'd be yeah. nice to you, you know. Yeah, I I want a normal monkey actually. Okay. I don't know what they're called, but like a, a standard <laughs> default a standard monkey. Okay. Yeah, default go. monkey. Do um, the default skin. They're they're just they're so yeah. It would be kind of OP, huh? They're so cute. Um, literally, my first thought. I you know, 
Barry, you probably experienced this with your cats. There are times, just like with humans, your relationship with your pets, like, kind of ebbs and flows in a very healthy way, where, like, sometimes you spend a lot of time together, sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. My dog, Mackenzie, has been really, really, like, affectionate and cuddly recently, and I'm just in, like, I'm in just a honeymoon period with my dog, and so my first thought was, <laughs> I don't want any animal besides my dog. Like, she's just, like, the yeah. best. Um, but obviously, like... It would be, she doesn't do very many daily tasks very well, except for make my day. Um, so I would say... That's a good task. Uh, it is. I, I've always loved otters. Um, not like, you know, oh, Taco's got the otter, like, love, like, market really cornered. Yeah. She definitely likes otters more than I do. But uh, otters are really cute. Um, and they And they open things in cute ways. So I would want an otter to just, like, open stuff in a cute way for me on their belly. That would be adorable, actually. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm a, doing. That's a good task. Like, you throw it at, like, a jar of pickles and it just pops it. Yep. Uh, I like that. Master Zaheer asked, Bera, if you could rework one hunter, what would you do and why? I would change Ulurax back to the old one. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy. I loved old Ulurax, oh bro. Oh, my God. This I guy. I loved it. I mean, besides that, I feel like... I thought for I sure liked... you were going to say, give Hachiman back the insta-dash. Off the horse. Oh, well, that that would be really nice. But I still enjoy playing Hachi. I don't enjoy playing Uller. Every time I miss an axe, I'm just like, bruh, I would have hit the old one. Yeah, but how about all the axes you hit that you would have missed? I don't count those. I, I would have hit it on both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Masters here also asked if we had any good stories about that weird neighbor every neighborhood seems to have. I had a weird neighbor at my old house. You did. Uh, I knew that would... this this was like a... We don't yeah, have nearly... We could one. start with the the podcast of this question and you wouldn't be able to get through this whole neighbor story, I feel like. That guy... Yeah. That, that person was so weird. TLDR, this guy would sit on his back porch with his chair facing my way, drink a beer, and watch me mow the lawn. <laughs> that is so weird, man. <laughs> yep. That's my story. Oh, yep. that's really good. Um... Here's the thing about my story is that I'm the weird neighbor in this scenario. Oh, no. Um, You're watching me mow the lawn. <laughs> I'm watching Para mow the lawn. Uh, I'm really enjoying myself. No, um, when we first moved in, I was just talking about how much I love my dog and how sweet she is. This is a story that make, that doesn't paint her in the best light. Uh, <laughs> we had just gotten our fence put in. So it was actually a couple months after we moved in. But it's our first house. Um, and my dog, there was a rabbit inside our fence. Uh, my dog, who is a, a mini golden doodle, caught it, held it in its mouth. The rabbit had a heart attack and died in her mouth. Um, she killed a rabbit, is what I'm trying to say. What? I w- this was at like f- like 4.30 in the morning, because it was when Joe was getting... She, Joe let her out in the morning before she went to school. I wake up to a text from my wife saying, Your dog has murdered a rabbit in our yard. I couldn't... I didn't have time to deal with it. You must handle this corpse. Oh, gosh. I, w- I go out there uh-huh. uh, with some gardening gloves and a plastic bag, expecting for a little tiny bunny. You know what I mean? This thing uh-huh. was not a little tiny bunny. It was a rabbit, okay? It was like... Wait, how many pounds? Um, it, was, it was probably like at least 15 pounds, if I had to guess. What? It was big. Wait, hold on. Is that how big rabbits get? Hold on. Let me look. I don't know. That sounds like a massive rabbit, though. Bro, it was big. Okay, no, it couldn't have been 15 pounds. That would be literally the biggest rabbit that's ever existed. (laughs) She found the world's biggest rabbit and took it out. Um, No. Could there not be a better... Bro, I don't want... I'm not looking for, like, a bunny. I feel like these are all bunnies, you know? Bunnies and rabbits, I know, are not just, like, size. It's not, like... Whatever. This is like a fish story, but with the rabbit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this thing was heavy. Okay, it, it was pounds. it was longer, like than my shoulder width apart. What? It was big. Okay, so I went out there with these gardening gloves in a plastic bag, and I was like, "Bruh!" Like I definitely cannot get this in. I don't know what my plan was. Even I was gonna like flip it into the bag, and then I don't know what I was gonna do with it after that. So then I'm like, "Okay, this isn't gonna work." But we don't have a shovel for me to like pick uh-huh. it up with. Because we just moved in into our first house. So I go to my neighbor. It's 8 a.m., but he's really old. So he's up, you know, like old people. So yeah. I knock on his door. He comes out. 
And I'm like, hey, could I borrow a shovel? Um, there's like a, a dead rabbit in my yard. Well, I didn't say that. I was like, can I borrow a shovel? But it's 8 a.m. And he kind of gives me a weird look. I'm like, oh, we found like a dead rabbit in our yard. And he was like, oh, what do you think happened? And I didn't want to tell him that it was my dog because, you know, I don't want him to like think that she's like some vicious like creature. You know what I mean? And so I was like, uh, I don't know. Like it was just there when when we woke up and he was like, oh, you think it was a coyote? And I was like, yeah, probably. (laughs) So he gives me the shovel. And so I go out there and I pick it up and then I don't really know what to do with it. Cause I'm not going to like bury it, you know, like that seems like too much. I'm not going for all that. Yeah. It's just a rabbit. So I just freaking yeet it into the woods. Like, no. <laughs> you know, I'll just leave no. it there. But then I return the shovel. Um, and so I was the weird neighbor. Uh, I asked for a shovel to bury a dead rabbit at 8am, um, on a weekday. That's me. Wow. Anyways, uh, <laughs> J-Man wants to know, uh, what kind of, if you could, what kind of team logo and name would you add to the SEC slash SPL? For example, J-Man thinks a Hydra's team theme could be sick. Probably a rabbit after the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dog, and it's just her with a big rabbit in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I thought that she'd, like, bit it, you know, and... But I, so I went out there and I like, once once I had the shovel, I like flipped it over and I was like looking for like blood and there was no blood. And I was like, oh, okay. It must've, she must've like broken its neck. And so I like pick it up, but I have it. So the head's like dangling off the edge of the shovel, but it isn't moving. So the neck wasn't broken. So then I was super confused. And then I asked my friend who's a vet and she was like, yeah, rabbits just like do that. Uh, they just like get too scared and die. And so that's what happened. Wow. So yeah, it would be a That's it would be a cardiac arrest rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would I would go with like a a fish one. Uh, for some reason, right when this right when I read this question, uh, it took me back to the uh, what's the Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh and they had a team yeah, called the Blue Barracudas. The Blue Barracudas. And yep. Yeah, that was a that was a really good show for all Unbelievable the uh, show. in chat. Dude, my my older sister and I used to make obstacle courses in our backyard and then name them like Legends of the Hidden Temple obstacles oh. and like play Legends of the Hidden Temple in our backyard. Uh, it was Bro, why aren't they just bringing back Legends of the Hidden Temple on That's Netflix? Awesome. Yeah. Bro, make an That'd adult version of Legends of the Hidden Temple on Netflix, everyone would watch it. It would be good. It would be very good. Barra, let's do it. We've got Dude, Georgia's got a ton of abandoned homes. Like we could set up an easy Legend of the Hidden Temple set. True. There's a, there's one called the Shrine of the Silver Monkey. Like how sick yeah. is that? Bro, that was how did they always get it wrong, Barra? They struggled in the Shrine of the Silver Monkey every time. It's three pieces, bro. You just put it together, and it's facing the camera. Face the camera. Like they always put it backwards, and then they were trying to put the head on like uh-huh. after the free. Bro, you would turn go. it around. Mm-hmm. On God, though, if one of those like warriors jumped out, the ones that would scare you, and you had to give them the talisman to like keep going, like those dudes would scare me so bad. Like that was those scary. They, those yeah. dudes were legitimately scary. Like I believe. Yeah, it. I completely agree. Yes, dude. Prediction. Uh, the prediction esports account in chat said prediction will one hundred percent back the production on this. It is a guaranteed hit. It is a guaranteed hit. There is no way that doesn't go crazy. There's no way. Right. It's literally a slam dunk. How has it uh-huh. not been done? There must be something that's stopping it from being done because it's so like I'm not a genius in any way, as referenced by my earlier ad read. Someone must have tried I, this, and there was some legal reason they couldn't. Uh, let me look it up real quick. In Temple remake. Let's see if it was ever remade. What, there's a 2021-2022. What? What? Yeah. What? I, I said it in chat. Legend of the Hidden Temple, 2021-2022. Did it just die? What happened? I don't know. A reboot of the classic Nickelodeon adventure show. Okay. I gotta watch this and see what went wrong. Apparently they did it wrong. Okay. It was, we would have done it right, CW. though. Yeah. Oh, we would have done it right. 
This this has to just be bad. <laughs> us, it's a guaranteed slam dunk. It can't be bad. Us finding it, this had to be bad. <laughs> if, if you mess this up, you 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 may. You this do. is uh, just a layup. This is a choke on a level that we've never seen before. That's getting reverse swept and then some for sure. Um, okay, well, thanks everyone. Uh, didn't hit qu- quite hit my target goal, but I got a little carried away talking about the rabbit. Pretty good. Um, we still we take. Uh, we'll be back next week. Talking about who wins the SPL play-in tournament. Make sure you're watching all week. It has already begun, so make sure you're tuning in. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday talking about that. We'll also go over patch notes a little bit more in-depth outside of just Martika Ross. Um, yep. So it should be a pretty good podcast episode. Until then, check out predictions of the shows. Check out all our sponsors, patreon.com slash backliners. All that kind of good stuff. Until then, Barra, you know what to do. Bye. Oh, yeah, that's clean right there. Thank you, thank you. Slightly sore throat, still killed it. I, I was thinking about cacaoing, but, uh, you know, I figured I'd go back to the tradition. I am so glad you didn't. Thank you. That's just toxic, man.